1: You are listening to Absent minded
0: brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Top 25, Under 25, Absent minded This is Patrick Bexell and today you're going to be alone with me because everyone else was not available. Unfortunately, we had hoped hope for a special guest, but we couldn't make that happen. So we're stuck with me. I've got a little bit of a wee surprise for you, but, but uh, we'll see how that works out. Um, but we're up to the Elite Eight. And number eight on the top 25 under 25 for 21 is Jesse Ilinen from Finland, from the Pelicans. And uh, he had a very, very interesting year last year. He played um, in Liga with about uh, 21 games, scoring five goals, two assists. He was on the third line, though. And and it strikes me as a little bit weird that he never really got the chance to to play higher up in the lineup in Liga. He's a very good player. He's uh, got good hockey IQ. His shot is, is very, very good. But there is something uh, that that... Just didn't click in Pelicans really. It's 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 as easy as that. I don't know what it was. Uh, I haven't got an answer about it. Uh, the good thing for for Montreal is that he learned in his second year to play in a um, more of a defensive role. Uh, it was uh, good for his hockey IQ and and he finds himself better in 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 the defensive zone and I think that will enhance his play further down the line. But obviously this is a a talent that is known for speed, for skating, for for uh, and for his shot. So you wonder why he never could make it happen further up, further up the lineup. But on the other hand, yeah, this is where we are at. And and um, he did improve slightly, and and uh, with with an uptake. Let's be honest, because I see AHL as a better league than Liga. Um, he he made an impression in Laval last year. Twenty nine games, nine goals, eight assists, seventeen points in total. That's a better point per game average than than he had in Liga, uh, where he was point three. Um, here he's over point five. Uh, he got another role with Laval, a, a role that suited him better, a little bit higher up the lineup. Um, and and um, it's it's a good thing to see him develop into something more. And and he. He got a chance to play with the Montreal Canadiens last year, even if it was only one game and limited minutes. He he got a chance to put the tricolore on, so you know it is a success story. I think it's it's a good development for for Yessi. He has been so focused on going over to the NHL or even the AHL, even when I was in Liga in in, Pal- in Lahti. A couple of years ago, he told me that he wanted to go over and I had to explain more or less the, the Finnish, Finland NHL agreement and said that he couldn't, uh, but he wanted to. And, and uh, he had to stay another year. It was a limited year this time with, with COVID. So he got like a loan agreement to play. And, and I think it was good to for him to play in that role as well. Um, and... I've actually spoken to someone that played with Jesse in Liga for this podcast and we're going to listen to that now and uh, or in a few seconds because uh, let me introduce you to Ryan Lash. Uh, He plays in Frelinor now and he's arguably one of the best players in Europe, uh, especially on the power play. He's a really good passer and uh, right now he plays with Matthias Norlinder as well, who is more or less stepping off onto the ice in montreal at the moment um so there will be a little bit of a segment on matthias Nolander as well you have to see that as a as a bonus segment but uh, let's listen to what ryan says about jesse elunin arguably here with uh, europe's best player at the moment
1: ryan lash <laughs> you played with jesse elunin last year how was it playing with a winger like that Oh, it was great um he uh, he 's really strong in the one on one battles I think he 's a really hard working guy too and you know he has a, he has some upside for uh, his skill for sure I, I think definitely has a he has potential to even improve his skills his skill set but uh, he uh, he can definitely be utilized w- with that great shot He really does have a great one timer there from uh, that uh, that side and uh, yeah, I uh I not only was he a, a he great off, player on the ice, but I think he he has a good character off the ice and he's he was working hard and he's a good guy uh around the room and, and that's important too. Yeah. Well, he's
0: American, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah,
1: yeah. We're kind of close to each other there in the West Coast. So.
0: Yeah. Um you mentioned he shot. I I think he rarely, he doesn't Mm -hmm. use it Mm -hmm. enough.
1: Yeah, it's very underrated. I mean, at least when, uh, you know, his stint with us in the the Pelicans, he definitely was playing that right side, and uh, he did have a bomb, actually. And uh, so maybe he needs to to use that a little more often, or maybe he needs to realize himself that he he does have a a good shot and uh, use it more <laughs> i think he he scored a really
0: good slapper in the world junior final okay right, that okay he really should build yeah. his confidence yeah. but uh-huh. that, then he took it off again <laughs> yeah i don't
1: know i mean that's yeah he's uh, he's such a young player and yeah. i think that uh, there's so much room for improvement yeah. and i think he knows that himself and i think he's going to continue to develop uh, and uh, i think he's going to be a good player for sure skating wise i think mm-hmm. he has some of the best skating yeah. i've seen technically yeah. mm-hmm. he's very strong you know strong on a skate strong on the puck i think uh uh, that skating for me is also in those one-on-one battles yeah, and being yeah exactly and being hard to hard to get the puck off and so i think he's really good at that he's definitely a strong skater i think like i said he has a lot of tools to become a great hockey player uh, so, and then, so at the next level so what are the weaknesses Weaknesses. I think everyone has, uh, you know, has some kind of uh, deficiencies in this game. But uh, I only focus on <laughs> the positives for him because he's such a such a great character, and uh, I think that that's the most important. Is just continue to focus on that positive stuff and mm-hmm. kind of build that way.
0: He has a great hockey IQ. Works well with you as well, mm-hmm. I, from what I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're on a. You know, it was just a short little bit that we're on yeah. a line together. But uh, he's, I think that maybe he can continue to build that. Maybe if you say a little bit uh, IQ-wise or something that we work on is definitely maybe reading the play a little bit. Um, for him, but uh, for, for us it was fun to play each, uh, against, uh, with each other, you know, it was yeah. good. But it was only a few games that we played on the line, but yeah. then uh, we kind of separated uh, yeah. ways. But uh, You moved yeah. up the line up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. wonder why. Uh, no, 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 I, I finally got in shape and I made the top line. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, speaking about another prospect here, mm-hmm. Matthias Norlander. Yeah. Uh, you
0: obviously facilitated mm-hmm. quite a few of his goals here. Uh-huh. Um, when you compare it to the
1: AHL or, mm-hmm. or North American, yeah.
0: can he really come that far or close to the
1: goal as uh-huh. you set him up? Uh, I th- I see why not. I mean that he should definitely aim that way. I don't see why there's there's no question that he can. And I think, you know, his skill with the puck and what he does and how he uh you know, he he can suck a defenseman in and then beat him up the ice or he can suck a forward coming out to him and then make it make it a, a pass to another guy and give that guy extra space. Just mm-hmm. how he moves on the blue line is is probably one of the best I've seen, you know, for uh, for a guy his age. It's so, it's really good. He, he um, he's really good at that. And then I think his shot is coming around. I think if once he realizes that if he could shoot the puck, like shoot it, shoot it to meet it, and uh, you, you can see kind of like Zurich goal was yeah. so like, he, okay, I'm going to shoot this and uh, for a purpose, and yeah. it was a absolute bomb top shelf. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so I think, yeah, I think that his skating ability, the way he moves the puck, and he kind of can manipulate uh, the forwards, uh, skates and make them go this way and go back the other way so it's pretty uh top level I, i've seen i thought you had uh, patented the Ferlander play as i call it we saw vancouver use it
0: with great effect last year yeah
1: no i mean i think that play uh, we started like like couple years back, honestly, and uh, mm. I don't know if we patent it, but I'm, uh, I'm seeing a lot more, uh, you know, NHL teams using that play too. And it's a good play. I mean, uh, you, you, ha- you have the option to, to play low and also you got to hold them accountable uh, with a high, with a shot up top too. So, mm. I mean, if you could do both, I think it kind of throws uh, the PK out of whack a bit. Thanks, Ryan. Yes, Always sure. a
0: pleasure.
1: I think there is a few
0: different interesting tidbits from Ryan last year. One thing is... Uh, the work ethic and and we've known that since we have covered yes eleven for for quite some time um especially when it comes to skating it's technically fantastic uh and it should be an instruction movie for for a lot of of players to see this is how you actually do play or or skate but that has carried over into some of these other aspects and and the tenacity he's shown to trying to develop and and i think that is even more of an interesting thing. Ryan played with, with Jesse last year, albeit in, in Liga, but he also f- saw him more as a prospect still. So he's definitely sure that there is more to, to get out from Jesse Ilonen to make him into an even better player. This is something that he obviously has to do in Laval. But on the other hand, if there's room for improvement, it does seem very likely that yesielonen will be a nhl player down the line also ryan me- mentions he shot an absolute bomb and it's unfortunate in many ways that that yesielonen doesn't use this to to the same degree as we would hope hope that he he should have i think um we've seen it before and and that is dragging down his hockey iq a little bit uh, when he turns more towards the board, when he enters the zone, rather than go towards the net and release that, that shot, that is really, really strong. And I think we, we this is something that you need to look for in his game, because that is something he needs to be able to use and, and, and facilitate better plays in many ways, uh, the higher up in, in the league system that he goes the character-wise, we've heard that from Jan Miszak from an earlier interview, and he pointed out that him and Jesse were, were two of the guys hanging out outside the rink in, in Laval. But Jesse Ilonen is a very good player. He he comes from with pedigree. He's surrounded by by players, uh, former NHL players. It would surprise me if he doesn't go into the NHL for for, for a long period of time. The question is when and how far away is he uh, the the uh, eyes on the price community and and us as a as a group um, we have quite a bit of faith in him and I think that's very very good but I also um, want to see that major step into um, how should I say into a deciding factor for Laval for someone that grabbed the ball by the horns and really can build up the play from from and, and, and run the play. Not as a center, but he has vision, he has skills, he has a shot, and he needs to be able to to put all these things together in order to become a, 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 a Mid-six, because that's where I see him. I see him as a mid-six winger. And I think it would be very interesting to see this upcoming season where where he is. Obviously, uh, when we look at it, um, there are some prospects ahead of him. Uh, some of them will most likely, I shouldn't say fail, but uh, they, they might be in different locations for the upcoming year. Uh, so it, it's very, very possible that Yesiloren gets more than ten, more than 5 games I'm not going to say more than 10 but more than 5 games in the NHL this season and it will be very interesting to see how he handles that first and foremost there's a new coach in Laval we will have to see how how they gel but focus has to be on Yesiloren's development for a long-time future with the with the Montreal Canadiens he has been um, a steady kind of riser through the ranks. Um, there was a lot to talk about in last year when he didn't really uh, translate a, a very good first season in Liga to a quite bad statistically season in, in Liga where his team more or less bottomed out, whereas Ilonens actually managed to uh, provide more action onto the game. Obviously, he was ready to go to to US, uh, to Canada this year, and um, we shouldn't count too much into the uh, stint in Liga. But it's it's I find it really interesting the way uh, Ryan Lash uh, speaks about him. Obviously, we have to say something about what Ryan says about Norlander as well. And uh, yeah, uh, with Norlander going into training camp, uh, there are reasons to be excited. Uh, and let's see if they can get the Frelund up. If he can coach Montreal to use the Frelund up play a little bit more, um, and and benefit from that. But yes, Ilinin, yeah, um, he's. I, I see him as quite sure to become an NHLer down the line. And um, the question is not if he becomes one, but rather when he becomes one. And when he becomes a, an NHLer, that stays up and not a, a, a player that moves between the AHL and the NHL. Um, great guy. I met him a few times, um, always with a smile, uh, always interested to learn, always interested uh, to develop, and I think that will help him in that uh, endeavor and that search to become the, the NHL players that he has in him.